0: Welcome back to Sextras where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey and I'm Maria
1: and today we're going to talk all about contraception. Oh yeah. The
0: very exciting topic. (laughs) (laughs) We'll mostly be discussing kind of our own experiences with like Mm. the stuff that we've the contraception we've used but we'll also try to put in a little bit of information about the other types as well Yeah, just so you get an idea if you're thinking about going on contraception, or you know, just want to hear some thoughts about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. but What zone are you in today? <laughs> what zone? I am truthfully quite feeling quite blue. You know, I've been kind of like emotional. Yeah. <laughs> the past couple of days. I don't know. I like. I really don't cry very often anymore. Like you know, it used to be like a joke. <laughs> I like, would literally cried all the time. Like everyday kind of vibes you know like really sad sad boy hours oh, yeah we had that little competition of <laughs> who would go the longest without crying and none of us made it to yeah, the end of the day we literally literally took one day yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but i just don't really cry that much anymore but i've been i'd like cried yesterday been a bit teary today you know <laughs> so it's a bit much for me to be honest uh mm-hmm. but yeah feeling kind of sad kind of blue I just saw my boyfriend but I don't know I was kind of quite sad leaving him Mm. but yeah I just had this kind of weird realization that I'm not a student anymore (laughs) and (laughs) like (laughs) yeah honestly because he I went to see him in Bristol like where we went to uni and I hadn't been since we left and I don't know just like when I was on the sitting on the coach like waiting to leave I was like wow I've like taken this coach so many fucking times before but, like, never like this. Like, mm. it's always, like, I'm going to come back. And, like, this is, like, my home. You know, this is where I live. Mm. But now it's just not like that. So, I don't know. Not very relationship-related. But, yeah. A little bit blue. What about you, Han?
1: A little bit blue as well.
0: Yeah. First time recording since you're back in a- from America?
1: Yeah, true. This is the first time we've recorded together in a while. I know. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I'm just... Life is so weird right now. Mm. Like, I have no purpose, you know?
0: (laughs) You have the podcast?
1: Yeah, I have the podcast, but, like, I have no job, I have no income, and Mm. I don't really know what I want to do with my life, so just trying to figure that out Mm. and, like, catch up with everyone. I should probably have sex sometime soon. (laughs) It's been a while for me. (laughs) Probably should do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um so yeah it's just super weird it's also mm. weird to like be in the sunshine like surrounded by nature and then just like come back and meet in this like horrible weather that we are yeah. experiencing currently
0: yeah no that is a bit of a shock to be honest yeah shock
1: to the system mm-hmm. so yeah super fun times for both of us <laughs> such
0: positive energy sorry we're just episode.
1: like really not bringing much happiness yes. today but that's fine keeping it real yeah you know? so real <laughs> anyway should we get on with talking about contraception let's do it so uh, yeah we so we thought we'd start with a little segment we had a lot of things to ask basically mm. and we wanted to know your answers so we started with are you on hormonal contraception and of people said yes and 55% of people
0: said no which surprised us because Mm -hmm. we came into this thinking we were gonna get like a majority yes you know like in our heads everyone's having sex and on contraception having safe sex you Mm -hmm. know but no well no I mean it's still like nearly 50 50 but I mean
1: if they're (laughs) following by our example in the past (laughs) I don't know why we would think that
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but then, okay, we wanted to find out a little bit more. So, what hormo- hormonal contraception are people on? So, we found out that 11% of people are on the mini pill, 44% of people are in the combined pill, um, 33% of people are on the implant, and another 11% are on the coil.
1: Okay, so combined pill comes out on top, unsurprisingly. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the most common one. Like, when people think of Mm. contraception, that's what they think of, I feel. Yeah. Well, like, other than condoms.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> but I'm like surprised that implant came in a second. To yeah, be
0: honest. I was like, look at my implant queen representation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it does kind of make sense to be honest, because like I'm pretty sure the implant hormones and like mini pill are kind of similar. But we just like there's so much like pill propaganda Mm. pushed on us at all times that we just assume that that's the most common
0: yeah no so true
1: and then the coil and the mini pill are the
0: last which is like yeah I I expected more love on the mini pill to be fair
1: I expected more people on the coil I feel like I know more people on the coil than on the implant really
0: I don't know anyone that has a coil
1: okay maybe I don't (laughs) (laughs) at some point I've known people that have the coil
0: but I'm quite surprised by the implant genuinely yeah but
1: we can talk about our thoughts on the implant later (laughs) because we obviously have a lot to say in case you guys don't know that's what we both have yeah so we will get into our thoughts on that (laughs) and all the other ones we've explored as well but then we asked if you're not on hormonal contraception what do you use and 50% of people said condoms, unsurprisingly. 17% of people said the pull-out method. Guys, we really need to have a chat about <laughs> this one. And 8% of people said natural planning. And 25% of people said nothing. So overall, however, like 42% of people said they use basically nothing as
0: contraception which i'm disappointed (laughs) to say the least i don't know there might be a lot of caveats you know it might be like the people that said nothing maybe they um like some of them aren't having
1: sex Mm, yeah and some of them are gay which is fine fine. yeah like we we understand that that's a factor but for the people who are having sex where there's a possibility of pregnancy Mm. we need better
0: yeah yeah i (laughs) know It's not looking good, guys. Like, I know, obviously, that people do use the pull-out method, but, like, like I don't know why I'm so shocked that <laughs> yeah. it genuinely got, like, quite a bit of votes. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh,
1: I don't... I it's have scary. so much to say, but I feel like we need to not be judgmental. Yeah,
0: I mean, that was 18-year-old Maria's preferred method. <laughs>
1: God, I forgot about that. I chose to just block that out of my
0: mind, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah no same
0: yeah not good times (laughs) okay then we asked have you had a good experience with contraception and 63% of people said yes and 37% of people said no
1: I think this is surprising I've literally never had a good contraception (laughs)
0: experience in my life yeah no genuinely I've heard way more bad stuff about it than good stuff but I guess Like in the grand scheme of things, like it's doing its job. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like that's true. Whatever, at least I don't have a baby, you know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, happy for you guys that it's all working out. (laughs) I can't say the same for myself, unfortunately. (laughs) And then we asked, do you use contraception, specifically hormonal contraception, mainly to prevent pregnancy or to balance out hormones? And mostly people said, prevent pregnancy and very few people said to balance out hormones (laughs) which again i feel like is expected
0: yeah yeah but i'm glad that we got some votes for balancing out hormones Mm. or and like like period and yeah that kind of shit because i mean that is still like helpful for people yeah and i feel like
1: that's a big thing we need to like take into consideration as well Mm. we want to do a whole episode on like pcos and endometriosis so stay tuned for that let us know if you want to
0: feature um <laughs> if you have if you have any experience mm-hmm. please do reach out like we definitely want to like hear from people that actually experience pcos and mm-hmm. like what that's like and on a day-to-day and you know
1: yeah but yeah so obviously we need to like take into consideration that sometimes contraception is used for that more than anything else and even if you don't have those things, maybe your hormones are just like super out of balance or like you, your periods are super unreliable or whatever. So, yeah, good to know these things. And then lastly,
0: yeah, lastly, we just have a couple thoughts from some of the listeners on contraception and their experience. So someone said my implant has helped me both hormonally, mentally and no more pregnancy scares lovely jubbly,
1: yeah (laughs) and then someone said that they've been on the same pill for seven years now and they're starting to get such bad hormonal pms so they want to switch to a different contraception but they're worried about the side effects of others that they're less familiar with and it all sucks and yeah we definitely feel this and maria's gonna touch on this in a second and i am as well (laughs) um yeah i think this is why it's kind of surprising that not more people said that they had a bad experience because I feel like there's a lot of these like even if there's not something that's super wrong it's like you're just not having the best time like there's definitely something that's out of whack you know of Mm. like maybe you're getting a bit of PMS maybe you're getting like really heavy periods or like regular periods and that's not what you want so it's like super hard to Kind of explore the options and to know exactly what's gonna be best for you, especially because like everyone reacts to different things
0: differently. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I wanted to say. It's like it's very much a like there's is not a one size fits all, and like you know this the symptoms and side effects that like might be listed on like a certain pill or mm. the implant or you know whatever type of contraception like it might not be how you necessarily react and like even within those side effects and symptoms list like there's so much variation of like it literally says like could cause heavy bleeding or like stops period altogether you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and it's like you don't know what's going to happen to your body and that's why it's so like oh it's so frustrating because it's like what do i do when i don't like What if I commit to this? And not that you have to commit to anything, you know? Like, that's also the thing with it. Like, you can try out different things. And, like, Mm -hmm. that is also good, obviously. Because then you can find one that's good for you. But, like, the hassle of that and, like, messing with your hormones is so fucked. Like, yeah, such bullshit.
1: And also, I feel like we are so lucky in the UK that we have, like, this this national healthcare service. And, like, we have clinics specifically for sex and, like for women's issues and I we obviously know that in other countries it's not the same so like mm. maybe you don't have as many choices maybe you don't have the same like healthcare with doctors offering you like different options that would be good for you so yeah it's like we have to acknowledge that we are <laughs> super blessed in some ways but it's still like shit for us even saying all that you know yeah but yeah we have a lot to say Mm. and we'll get into our own experiences and also just like a bit of the overall advice that we have in a second but we're going to take a little ad break
0: yes we'll see you in a second
1: We're so happy to be partnering with manscaped again particularly as it is testicular cancer awareness month
0: definitely you should go to manscaped.com to check out what they're doing with the we save balls initiative where you can even find out how to check your own balls
1: mm-hmm. we love that manscaped's whole ethos is to bring awareness to men's health and hygiene If you have any men in your life, you probably know that they tend to neglect these things. So it's great that they're trying to help them out with that. (laughs) (laughs) And they've sent us the performance package 4.0. It comes in this beautiful little bag that has a whole load of products to help men gain control of these things. It includes the lawnmower 4.0 that uses skin-safe technology. It has a ceramic blade. It has a little light so you can see what you're doing down there. Avoid any nicks or ingrown
0: hairs or anything like that. Yeah, it's incredible. And you can go right in with the Crop Preserver right after that and the Crop Reviver. And these are a ball deodorant and a ball toner. And what they're going to do is just prevent that irritation, that redness, mm-hmm. those ingrown hairs, and keep everything smelling incredible.
1: Yeah, And then to make sure you can smell exactly how amazing that smells, (laughs) we've got the Weed Whacker as well, which is a nose hair trimmer and also an ear hair trimmer. And again, uses skin-safe technology. And yeah, you can smell how beautiful it all smells down
0: there. And then wrap your balls up with the amazing anti-chaving briefs. And they're so soft. And honestly, you guys should go check it out. If you go to manscaped.com, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SEXUS20. That's 20%
1: off and free shipping with the code SEXTRAS20
0: at manscaped.com. Go check, check it, it out. out. Do you want to talk a little bit about, like, I don't know, like, when did you go on contraception? Why? Mm-hmm. And, like, did you feel the type of way about it? What What did you go on? What was your experience? <laughs> Tell us. So, I went on the
1: pill when I was 18. Okay. and i went on it because i didn't want to get pregnant and i also didn't want to use condoms don't tell my mom (laughs) um (laughs) i i would say sorry to my mom but i feel like she already knows this information and i went on the combined pill i basically went to my doctor who's like such a funny woman she's like (laughs) just super serious super straightforward and i was like yeah I think it was at the end of another appointment and I was like yeah I also want to go on the pill and she's like oh so you've got a boyfriend then and I was like no I actually don't I just you know just for sexual purposes and she's like okay whatever you want mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like I feel like this is the best one to start with and I was on my crognon my cro-genon. I don't know how the fuck you say it I've heard so many people say it different ways mm-hmm. and Yeah, I kind of just thought that that was, like, what you were supposed to do, to be honest. Yeah. I kind of just left it, like, out in my house because I didn't want to tell my mum about it. And she
0: obviously saw it. And then she was like, oh. Did you... So were you already, like, sexually active for a bit before you went on it?
1: No, I think I literally had sex, like, once.
0: Okay, and you were like, okay, gonna get on it. And also,
1: (laughs) well, I mean, also before this... I guess this counts as contraception, but I did take the morning after pill, like the first time I had sex with a guy, (laughs) even though it was like literally no chance of me being pregnant. I think I just really wanted to take it, (laughs) and I think he paid for it, so I was like feminist queen. (laughs) I remember that day. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that was
0: my initial experience. What about you? And when you wait, just sorry, Mm. when you went on it and stuff um did you did you like it did you experience any like bad side effects or was it kind of just smooth sailing
1: it was fine I was on it for a while like a year and a half before Mm -hmm. I was like I'm gonna change because I kept getting thrush and I didn't realize that that was like because of the pill but then I spoke to loads of people none of them really knew what to do and then one doctor randomly was like oh maybe it's your pill and then I switched pills and I stopped getting thrush so oh okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay but you liked it up until the thrush situation
1: yeah I didn't really have any problems with it other than a pharmacist refusing to give it to me once when I was doing my a-levels and I was having a little mental breakdown oh
0: yeah I remember that as well so that was rough times yeah because then with the pill like how You have to, like, they usually give you, like, up to three months or something, Mm -hmm. no? And then you have to, like, go refill it. And then Mm -hmm. they take your blood pressure when you, like, are refilling your thing. Yeah. And... Yeah, but I had
1: already had my blood pressure taken by Mm -hmm. my doctor. But this pharmacist decided it was his job, obviously, to control some 18-year-old girl's contraception. (laughs) And I was in the middle of exams, like, stressed as fuck. I ran to this place to pick up my pill in this 20 minute like break i had when i was studying and so my heart rate or my blood pressure or whatever was obviously kind of raised he made me like do this blood pressure thing which i already hate like Mm. i already have to do it like five times at the doctor's because i hate how the thing tightens around your arm i hate it i get so stressed out and they always have to just take my pulse with their fingers because i can never like get myself to calm down And he was like, no, your blood pressure's too high. You're too stressed. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm stressed as fuck. I'm in the middle of exams and now I don't have my pill. So I'm scared I'm going to get fucking pregnant, you (laughs) misogynist asshole. So then I just had to, like, go home and, like, sit in the knowledge that, like i had had sex recently and i didn't have my pill and i was in the middle of exams which just added to all my mm. stress so that was my main bad experience with it yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah it was not really a problem with the pill itself more with like the medical sphere in general
0: okay and then when you switch pills did you switch to like the same the mm-hmm. combined pills still and so, what did you think about that one
1: I switched to a different combined pill for a tiny bit because for some reason they had like supply issues with the one I was on but it was basically the same hormone and then I switched to the mini pill after that and I was on that for like a year and a bit and it was completely fine Mm. and then I was like I want to be hormone free Because I'm so quirky and I'm in a long distance relationship, so it's not like I'm having sex or like I'm going to get pregnant. So I just came off the pill right before quarantine. And then I started fucking. I was actually fine. I was really happy for a bit. And then I was like, when my boyfriend came to visit, I was like, I'm going to go back on the pill. And then I had all these problems, and I've basically been having problems since then. Damn. Yeah, and that was like twenty twenty. Oh god. <laughs> and now I'm on the implant. But we'll get into that. <laughs> Tell us your <laughs> um your
0: contraception conception story. <laughs> well, I first went on the pill, I think I think I was like seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I went on it for like a really small period of time oh, for really? some reason. Yeah. Cause okay, so I so I started having sex, like straight sex, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go on the pill. Mm. And then I kind of went on it for like a month or something. And then I think I kind of like stopped sleeping with this guy for a bit. Uh-oh. So then I think I went off it. <laughs> I genuinely don't really fully remember that period of my life, <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I f- and then I went off it. I literally was on it for like three months or something. Oh weird! And then I just stopped. And that was the combined pill. Mm. And then, yeah, and then I just stopped taking it. And then I kind of was, like, just contraception-free for, like, the period in between that and when I went to uni, essentially. I Mm. was kind of just, like, winging it, it, hoping for the best, essentially. And then when I went to uni, I was like, okay, I should probably, like, go on contraception. So Mm. then right before uni, I went on the... I was gonna, just going to go on the pill that I'd gone on like the year before. Mm. But then when I went to the doctor, he was like, "Oh, have you had any like have you ever had a migraine?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh, okay. Then you can't go on the combined pill. Like we're going to have to put you on the mini pill." And I was like, "Okay. That's fine." Yeah. Like I didn't really care. And then so then yeah, I went on the mini pill. And I was on that for like maybe a year mm-hmm. or like yeah, like around a year. And It was okay, like, I didn't have any really bad, like, bad side effects or anything, just what I didn't like about it was, like, having to take it every day and, like, at the Mm. same time every day, because especially, also the mini pill is, like, you have to be more specific than the combined pill, like, you have to take it, like, around the same time, like, really strictly every day, Mm. because otherwise it doesn't necessarily work, or, like, it won't necessarily be 99% effective, or whatever it says Mm -hmm. so i just didn't like that i don't know and then also but to be fair at the time when i was taking the pill i was also still on antidepressants so like i didn't mind it as much because i already took a pill every day so it's like okay well i'm already doing this so it doesn't really matter yeah uh but then when i went off them i like i just didn't really want to do this whole pill thing like every day and then i had like an instance where my bag got stolen and like my pills were in there so then for like that period of time I didn't have contraception and it's like that period of time where I was seeing my boyfriend so it's like Uh. it's not even doing the thing that I wanted to do you know Mm -hmm. which is like I know it's such a one-off like when are you gonna get your pill stolen but like you know that happens (laughs) like to people all the time when they like lose their pill or like and that kind of shit and I was like oh fuck this I can't be bothered anymore yeah so then I was like you know what I'm just gonna get the implant and I didn't want to for ages because i had heard such horror stories about mm. the implant like a girl at our school had got it and then apparently she had her period for like six months and like literally nonstop. stop and then like another girl she she had it and she had told me like how she had all these horrible mood swings mm. and that is a side effect of like literally of the implant all these like weird mood swings and she was like so moody and like just not herself mm. and then like our friend who also got the implant she said like about also the mood swings and the period thing Mm. so i was like okay yeah this looks like bad vibes like i'm not gonna go there but then i was like you know what i kind of need a more like permanent solution than the pill Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna do it and then i just did it and i really liked it like did you have any
1: of those problems or
0: not no not really i mean i've had period problems whilst on the implant like a big thing about the implant is it can make your periods go away or like it can really make them irregular and like Mm -hmm. that is definitely true i don't know what the fuck my cycle is yeah like at all it's like so fucked up sometimes like i've had times where i get my period the entire month but then i've had times where i don't get my period for like three months so Mm -hmm. you know and, like, it depends what kind of person you are, because, like, that, for instance, like, when I tell my mom about that, like, sh- that alarms the fuck out of her. <laughs> She's like, that's not okay. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get that some people do want to have, like, a lot more control. Or, like, not control, but, like, want to know what's up. And, yeah. like, know what to expect and whatever. But, like, yeah. it hasn't been that big of a problem for me. And I've enjoyed having, like, because also my period has been much lighter. Mm-hmm that's good so i kind of don't mind it it's just obviously not ideal when i have my period for two months straight like obviously no one wants that but at the same time like that's happened one time and other than that i haven't had like any complaints really and yeah you just like you don't have to think about it at Mm -hmm. all that's what i like about it so much and i mean it's coming up on the three years and i didn't know it would come so soon
1: are you getting like little sad. You're going to miss your little pal in your arm. <laughs> yeah, my bestie, Maurice. Oh, yeah, Maurice implant's called Maurice. <laughs> What's mine called? I feel, I feel like it was called, like, Eugene or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. But, I don't know, I personally, I get the whole, like, I get why some people wouldn't want to get the implant because it is a little bit of, like, okay, what if I do have one of those reactions? Mm. And, like, to be fair, you can just get it taken out if that is the case, and, like... <laughs> Which I also get as, like, you know, you've experienced. It's, like, if you just, like, go off a contraception, it doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to be fixed. Like, now everything's kind of, like, out of whack and you've been trying to fix it. So I do completely get that. It's, like, you're not... Some people don't necessarily want to commit to that. Mm -hmm. But I'm an implant enthusiast. Then again, as I was saying, how it's going to come to the end of my time with Maurice, my implant... So I'm kind of like what to do next, Mm -hmm. where to go. Yeah. And I have been on hormones for like four years now, you know. So I'm kind of curious to see what I'm like without hormones, but I'm still in a like long-term relationship. So I kind of need a a form of contraception. and I'm not necessarily like going to go for condoms. I am not about to start using (laughs) condoms and like I'm not about to start doing natural family planning. So then it's like, okay, what are the non-hormonal options out there? Mm-hmm. And like, are they really good? And the answer is no. The only one that's like really viable is the copper coil, which also I'm pretty sure has, still has like slight tiny trace of hormone. Mm. But still, I guess is the closest. And that still is a bit like you have to commit to quite an invasive like... yeah thing you know and like commit to five years so it's just like i don't know if
1: you haven't seen a video of someone getting a coil put inside them i would highly recommend you go watch it just for your own knowledge you know because the amount of things that women endure (laughs) is shocking to me yeah it's quite an invasive procedure and they just like don't give you anything to help with the pain so yeah and i have heard it's painful yeah
0: but then again it's like you have to do it yeah you're like kind of in pain and might have like shitty periods or whatever the fuck for the next six months Mm. and then you can just not think about it for five years like that yeah. That is pretty nice, and like if it you're is the actually kind of person nice. that
1: can can do that, you know, then fine. But for some people, it's like the thought of that pain or whatever is like yeah. not worth it to them, which I totally get. Like even for some people, getting the implant is not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally get that as well. And like to be honest, I was a bit skeptical of getting it. It was more just like I thought that it would help stop my bleeding problem which it hasn't mm. but like it didn't really hurt at all it's more just like the thought that I have something permanently inside me that is like kind of triggering to yeah some people don't like way.
0: that I kind of find it cool
1: yeah because I feel like I'm the kind of person that is like super easy for me to take a pill every day like I literally have never forgotten once to take my pill whereas I mean you said at the time you were on antidepressants but I don't know if now you'd remember every day.
0: Oh no I, I, I'm i not going back to the pill like that yeah. life is not for me.
1: Hmm. Yeah so before we get into like the other options I want to talk a bit more about my like myself and my bleeding issues. <laughs> yes please do. Because I think this is just like a really good example of how things work differently for everyone even the same thing can work differently Mm -hmm. for the same person and like it kind of blew my mind because I didn't know this you know and I, I want people to know and like not make the same mistake that I made (laughs) not that it's necessarily going to happen to you but you know just in case so as I said I was on the mini pill which is progesterone only and I decided I wanted to come off I wanted to be hormone free for a bit see how that went especially because I was just like sad already from having moved home from my study abroad I Mm. wanted to just like let myself be you know be in love with my boyfriend also people say (laughs) that your contraception can, like, change how you feel about the person you're in love with. Yeah, I have Which I'm heard not this saying too. that that happened, but that's something to bear in mind, you know? Because, like, that is kind of when all our problems started.
0: Oh, my God, what if I, like, go off hormones and then I, like... My relationship fucks up.
1: I'm sure it won't. <laughs> you're, like, a lot more stable than we were. <laughs>
0: but anyway, carry on, sorry.
1: So yeah I go off my pill and then he's gonna come visit so I I'm like okay I'm gonna start taking it, taking it again I didn't even really like talk to anyone about it which maybe I should have but I did some research and like it just said you could just start again like you didn't even need to consult with your doctor also if I had tried to my doctor would like not have cared <laughs> they would have just been like okay just, just do it like why yeah. are you asking um so i took the liberty of doing it myself and it was all fine for like a few weeks and then i started getting these crazy mood swings like up and down up and down like it was wild when my boyfriend came to visit it was really bad because I was being horrible to everyone you weren't here this summer so you didn't have to experience this but I was really being quite horrible um and like shouting at people randomly and crying and I was bleeding the whole time like we basically just had period sex the whole time which is fine to be honest like now I don't really care but like at the time it was kind of like you know like the worst case scenario in my mind and mm. we could have unprotected sex which you know obviously didn't end well in other ways because now I have herpes so maybe it was just like a sign from the gods <laughs> that I should have been using condoms but whatever <laughs> and then I like went to the doctor to try get the implant they rejected me at the doctors because my temperature was too high and this was like early days of covid you know mm. I had like a literal meltdown walking home from the doctor's office like crying being like I just want to go home and I like flung myself on my bed it was so dramatic and then it wasn't until like literally four months later that I got the implant and mm. like that they actually did anything about it and they were like yeah this could help but we don't know and I have had it for like two years, like one and a half years now. I've literally been bleeding the whole time. I've been on a pill on top of the implant to balance out my hormones. And that was for three months. It was estrogen. I didn't want to get a thrush again. I didn't, luckily, but it was like a whole worry. I stopped bleeding for those three months and now. I'm bleeding again pretty much solidly since Christmas day god so yeah I think I'm gonna get my implant taken out is the moral of this story and I think I'm just not gonna be on any contraception because I don't need to be I use condoms anyway I have to because I have herpes so that will be an interesting experience to Mm -hmm. like get periods again like Proper like monthly periods, hopefully, and like have to think about that because that's not something I've had to think about for like four or five years.
0: Well, you've had your period constantly.
1: Well, yeah, but not like, like yeah, but that's a different thing to just like having (laughs) to think. Oh, I'm gonna get my period next. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. Because like having my period constantly is just kind of my normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Life now, like all my pants have period (laughs) stains. It's so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll buy new underwear nice cute new beginnings Mm -hmm. so yeah that's just a little like (laughs) sign of what can happen and again like i totally get why some people don't want to go on hormonal contraception but like i would highly advise you use condoms and please don't use the pull-out method yeah or nothing because the pull-out method is not an effective form of contraception like it's really really not there's pre-ejaculate that contains sperm and like you can get pregnant from that and you also don't time it well and it's just easier to not have to think
0: about it you know yeah I mean I get condoms aren't like the most practical especially if like for instance you're in a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. and like, you don't really want to go on hormonal contraception, which I completely understand. For, like, a lot of people, it's not fun. Yeah. And, like, they have all, all these crazy... Like, I've had a very, like, good experience, all in all, to be honest. Like, but I've heard horrible shit. Yeah. Just, like, stuff that no one really wants to deal with on a yeah. day-to-day basis. As like, for instance, like, bleeding since fucking Christmas. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. But... I just feel like, get used to having sex with a condom, mate. Do you want to have... Like, think about it. Do you want to have a baby? Mm. No.
1: (laughs) True. Well, so shall we talk about the conversations that we should be having before? I mean, not before, but, like, as we're getting into a relationship with someone or as you're starting to kind of share the responsibility? Because not that I... I definitely don't think that, like the responsibility isn't shared if you're not in a relationship like obviously i do but it's just not something that guys think about you know Mm. like the amount of men that are just like not asking these questions so when do you have those conversations like when is it like okay i'm gonna go on the pill or like we're gonna stop using condoms now or whatever like how how does that
0: happen i don't know i don't know I mean, I do get... I I guess if you're, you know, sleeping with someone and then you're using condoms, I do think a conversation should be had of, like, okay, are we sleeping with anyone else? You know, Mm. like... And I'm sure there is, like, a moment where that happens. I haven't haven't experienced it myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. And then, I don't know, I do think that, like if you're having sex with someone regularly and, like, whatever, like, even if you are on contraception or if not, like, I do feel like there should be a conversation of, like, okay, if we were to get pregnant, like, Mm. if if this 99% effectiveness falls through and we have to happen to be the 1%, like, what are we going to do? And, like, what's going to happen? Because, I don't know, I just feel like it's a responsible thing to do. Like, you don't want to be stuck in a situation where, like, you might be like, yeah, if I got pregnant, I'd definitely have the baby, and mm. then like the person you're having sex with is like, oh, I definitely like want to get an abortion. Yeah, and I feel like if you're having sex and you're not on the same page, even if you're having safe sex, I feel like then at least that's why like also the conversation is worth having because then yeah, then it's like okay, we have to be as like safe as fucking possible then. Right. Or maybe we shouldn't be having sex. You know, like
1: yeah, and it's also a way easier conversation to have about like taking a pill or whatever or using a condom than it is to like have a baby yeah. or
0: not have a baby yeah yeah you know? so true think of that <laughs> like <laughs> if you'd come if you don't really want to be having that conversation just think of how much harder a conversation about a baby's gonna be yeah
1: because like for me personally this is why I've been on contraception for so long is because I know like I'm so I'm obviously like this goes without saying I am pro choice mm. but I don't think I could have an abortion necessarily like I don't I obviously don't know until it comes to that yeah like that position but I don't want to put myself in that position where Mm. I would have to decide because I think I would find it hard to have an abortion like even though I'm not in a time in my life where I can Mm. have a baby or I don't even think I'm close to it I just know that like I love kids I want at some point to have a kid or like experience giving birth you know mm-hmm. so I think I would just find it super difficult to be like okay well I'm gonna have an abortion instead of like just deciding from the get-go okay mm. this is a whole other conversation obviously <laughs> but like it's still a part of the conversation around contraception and like it's yeah. super unfair that women have to think about it but that is the case most of the time
0: yeah and I do think this the conversation is important because I do think that there should be like a way bigger like initiative from men to also mm-hmm. be like take responsibility for this and yeah. and whatever and, and like i said it's like when you're about to have sex with someone i feel like you should know if they're on contraception yeah. or not you should know what you're getting yourself into because yeah. you're you, you can be getting yourself into two very different things and i just feel like that is information that you should know because it could end in a baby and it's very serious like it's not it's not a joke
1: yeah and it but it is kind of a like it's not important to men because they're not the ones that are forced to like carry the child give birth to the child which
0: is like why they can get away with all of this shit Mm. i mean i'm sure there are men that are very like conscientious about it and like for instance like my boyfriend is like way more scared Mm. about it than i am he's more like like for instance as in just from, like, us going about life, like, if we weren't together, like, I know he's way more likely to be, like, asking a girl before Mm. he has sex with her, like, if he's a contraception than I would be, you know? What I'm saying is I feel like the conversation really needs to shift into, like, both the people and, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know, I just feel like both people should go into it, like, knowing what's going to happen and, like, there should be a conversation about it. Yeah, both people are getting
1: involved. Yeah, and or you could just have, like, Gay sex and not worry about it. True that. Political lesbianism is the way forward. I'm like really pushing my political lesbianism <laughs> agenda on this podcast when I haven't had sex with a girl in like six years. Or uh, we'll get herpes, then you'll have to use a condom. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean. <laughs> but yeah okay so we've talked about our experience we've talked about conversations you should have let's talk about like the different options before we wrap up the episode because i feel like everyone has questions it's not necessarily something you're taught at school maybe it is now i don't know
0: yeah i mean i feel like the thing is there is the the popular ones are popular for a reason Mm. i feel like the ones that aren't popular Because, like, you know, when I was first, like, looking into it, I was like, oh, wow, there's, like, actually, like, so many options that I, like, didn't even clock were, like, actually a thing. But then when you start reading about it, it's like, okay, I understand why no one knows this is a thing. Like, this sounds dumb. Yeah. And not that I'm saying it is. Like, I'm sure that it would work amazingly for someone out there. You know what I mean? And that's why I think it's important to, like, have a look at what your options really are. But I do think the popular ones are popular for a reason. They're, like most accessible Mm -hmm. like easiest to use sort of like most straightforward side effects most straightforward symptoms and Mm. like all of that kind of shit but i guess in the um, in the non non non-hormonal territory we've got like condoms and then there is female condoms yeah never heard of anyone using one neither have i
1: (laughs) or a fucking dental dam for that matter yeah not that it protects Protects against pregnancy, but against STIs. It's just one of those things, you know, that you. It's like it's a myth.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, because it's like it just sounds so impractical. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel like that's why. What else is there? Non-hormonal. I mean, the the copper coil,
1: yeah, but it's still a tiny bit. You've got the cap
0: or the 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 ring yeah so yeah Though, but there's also a ring that is hormonal oh there's okay. no i think that's the one that you're thinking of one that there's one that you keep in for a month mm-hmm. but that is hormonal it's uh, progesterone only mm-hmm. yeah. okay isn't that like a patch you can put on your arm as yeah, well yeah and you change that every week mm. that yeah. sounds so impractical yeah but it is waterproof and stuff but like that is an option like for instance people that might not like the idea of having the implant like injected it mm. into their arm like the patch might work it's outside yeah. of your body but then again, like, you do have to change that every week.
1: Yeah, and what if you lose it? I'd so lose it and not realise. <laughs> no,
0: but, like, I feel like it's pretty sturdy yeah, and it doesn't fall off. I'm sure it is. There's also the injection and that lasts from, like, it can be from five to eight weeks, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Depending on which one you get. That sounds fucking nasty to me. I don't understand why anyone would fucking do that. Like, mm-hmm. just get the implant and then you don't have to do it every
1: yeah if like I'm, I'm getting an injection every five weeks like how did you make that appointment and like do it like that oh, would be such effort so much effort
0: but i genuinely don't see what the plus of that one is like i don't see why yeah like, what couldn't work about any of the others that you would choose that one i've never met someone that's on the injection no neither i mean i get the patches more than the injection <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah and then yeah, there's the like the marina coil, mm. which does have hormones. Yeah. And yeah, what I've heard from the coil is like in terms of side effects, it's like not nice to be put in, obviously. And then uh for the first six months, like your period can be quite irregular, or pretty mm-hmm. heavy and like you might have like, you know, horrible kind of like periody symptoms. Yeah. But then it kinda calms down after the first six months. That's sort of the general consensus.
1: Yeah, but this is the thing as well like I feel like this is the top tip that you guys can take from this episode is that like as we have just stated there are lots of different options and you need to like like don't be afraid of just trying different ones out and seeing which works best for you because it's mm. like yeah with the coil they say the si- the first 6 months it can be like super irregular or whatever. And with the implant as well, and with some of the pills, it's like, oh, it's a three-month, like, trial process. But, like, if something feels wrong to you, don't be afraid to, like, go to your doctor and be like, this isn't right, or, like, I don't want to deal with this, you know? Just because that's the trial period, and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait and see, maybe you've had enough. Like, maybe you don't want that anymore, and that's totally fine, and you're allowed to just be like, actually, can we try something else, and just keep going through, like, even all the different kinds of fucking... Combined pill until you find the right one. Like, that is an okay thing to do. And they should listen to you. And I mean, obviously, there is like a huge problem with women being listened to in healthcare. But the amount of times I have called my doctor and been like, I've been bleeding for three months. Like, this isn't normal. And they've been like, oh, oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: And now it's been two years. Like, I, should not be okay right now mm. you know <laughs> so just make sure they listen to you and like really get your point across and hopefully you won't get pregnant hopefully you won't bleed for two years straight and
0: yeah and i think yeah talk to talk to your gp i know like obviously we have said that they can be quite unhelpful then like a lot of the time they'll just be like mm, yeah <laughs> Try this maybe, but like no one actually gives a fuck. But I think if you sort of like keep pushing and keep pushing, like it is your health and your body Mm -hmm. and like you know yourself the best. So if you're kinda like, oh no, but like I did I didn't really like that, but I still want to try something else. Still want to try something else. And if you don't want to try something else, that's also very cool, you know? Yeah. 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 Kind of just as you were saying, like listen to yourself and like you know best and Yeah. Just if someone's not listening to you then Make that someone else
1: <laughs> know your limits, yeah. And you're allowed to ask for a female doctor as well. Like, I've done that before. Mm. Sometimes you men just really don't understand and they don't care in the same way that women do. Like, I, I've told a male doctor, Oh, I've been bleeding for like however many months, and they're like, Oh, weird. And then I tell a woman, and they're like, Oh my yeah. god, like, are you okay? And I'm like, No, mm. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, anyway hope this was helpful in some way we have a whole beautiful post maria did on our instagram about contraception we'll probably repost it seeing as we're doing this episode so you can go find that and like ask us any questions maybe i'll do a little blog post for the website about contraception as well i'm about to do one about stis that i've been I finished like ages ago, but I never posted, so yeah, all these little bits of information will be available somewhere, or like go ask your doctor or whatever you feel most comfortable doing, but yeah, if you're having any problems, I'm really sorry that sucks for you. We've been there, and hopefully our little problems will like help you understand that you're not alone, yeah, you're not alone, <laughs> and stop using the pull out method. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, so you can find more of us on Instagram and Facebook at Sextras Podcast, YouTube. Go watch the podcast on YouTube, guys. Like we do so much extra work just so that there are these videos for like the 10 people that watch them. <laughs> so it would mean a lot if you could like go watch it. Um, so you can find us on Sextras Podcast on YouTube, our website www.sextraspodcast.com email us sextraspodcast at gmail.com go check out manscape.com and use the promo code sextras20 for 20% off and yeah and that will be all in the description in case yeah. you forget check <laughs> it out down below mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, yeah we will see you next week bye.
0: bye you've been listening to sextras presented by honey jane wyatt and Maria Jose Hayo de Produced by Mabel Productions.